You are listening to the Hope Church Weekly Message Podcast. Hope Church is located in Cleaver, Texas and meets on Sundays. Pastor Todd and the preaching team desire for this message to bring life in a dark world. For more information about Hope Church, visit HopeChurchCleaver.com. Growing up, before Facebook was a thing, in fact, I remember the day when you had to have a dot edu email in order to get on facebook that was before all you old folks got on facebook and messed it up right right babe crystal and i talk all the time i remember when facebook was just college kids it was so cool that all these people messed it up right now we're all old people she says okay um but here's the thing before facebook would you take pictures of yourself with a camera with your little Polaroid. <laughs> then, then you take your Polaroid to Chili's and your awesome blossom would come out and you go, and then you post them all over your wall at, in your house, right? Would you do that? No. Why? Because that's weird, right? Right? So why do we do it now? I've got an answer for you. It can be found in a song. Hit me, guys. You're so vain. You probably think this song is about you. You're so vain. Come on. You probably think this song is about you. Don't you? Don't you? Mo thought it said Kurt Cobain. (laughs) She's like, why is it talking about Kurt Cobain? I was like, it's not. Such a millennial. (laughs) That's the thing. Vanity has become acceptable in our culture. To where you used to would not post pictures all over the room in your house. Because if you had pictures of yourself all over your room in your house, that would be weird, right? But now we love looking at pictures of ourselves all over our Facebook and phone. and, And we have to turn around and take the selfie, right? Right? We got selfie. You ready? Ready? Right? Ready? Uh. Ready, selfie? Ah! But, but I, won't pay, I won't post this one. You know why? Because not every seat's filled. Okay? So because, and, until every seat is filled, I won't post it. You know why? Because I don't want anybody to think less of me, right? Just like if my hair's not done, if my makeup's I can't post that. Why would, people will think that I get up in the morning and my hair's not done and my makeup's not done. Right? But guys, there is a reason The first commandment talks about idolatry. Now, if you know the 10 commandments, the first commandment is idolatry. In fact, let's read it. Grab your Bibles, go to Exodus chapter 20. If you don't have a Bible, you can use the Bible there in the chair in front of you. Exodus is the second book in the Bible. Uh, Chapter 26, verse two is where we're gonna start today. And it reads, I am the Lord, your God. That means listen, okay? If you're not a theologian, that's what that means. Who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself a carved image or any likeness, anything that is in heaven above or that is in earth beneath or that is in the water underneath the earth. You shall not bow down to them or serve them for I am the Lord your God am a jealous God. Visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, 
by showing steadfast love to thousands of those who love me and keep my commands. Now, the way we look at idols is we see a golden calf. We remember Charlton Heston in the Ten Commandments, the golden calf, and he got mad, remember? But guys, I'm telling you, an idol does not have to be a golden calf in your house. You can very easily have other idols. So that's what I want us to talk about today. What idols do we fall into on social media? What idols do we, you and all of us, do we fall into on social media? The first is the idol of self. The idol of self. Philippians 2, 3 through 4 says, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourself. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of cultures, of others, excuse me. Now, why do we, in our selfie culture, we post pictures, but like I touched on earlier, we don't just post any picture. It has to have the right lighting. Ladies, it has to have the right filter that get rid of all my wrinkles, right? It has, to, it has to have the filter that makes me look 40 pounds skinnier. Why do we think we have to give someone, in fact, some of you doctor your images so much, I'm like, who is that? You know who you are? And if you don't, your friend does. Um, and why do we think that we have to take use so many filters? Because we believe we think that we have to take out all of the bad stuff in our lives. But guys, I've got news for you. That's not reality. The reality is we all have bad stuff in our lives. And if we would post real things, I think we would see something differently. I commended a, a pastor friend of mine uh, this week. He's not really a friend. We're friends on Facebook. We've talked about that before. His name's Rod Loy. And many pastors in the, in the funny, the funny things that we joke about, you know, cause pastors, we have a weird sense of humor. It, we're just weird like that. Uh, you know, a lot of you were posting pastor, you know, the, the Will Fair, Farley, Chris Farley running down the aisle. Yeah. I can't wait till church starts. That's what the first day of church is going to be like. Woo. Right. What was the first day of church like? It wasn't like that. Y'all remember first day of church was like, does anybody go to church here? And the funny thing is he posted, he posted this. He goes, you all said church was going to be like this, but in reality, there was nobody there. In fact, he's, he pastors the mega church. He goes, in fact, many people were worried about the crowds and they were worried about people being too close. He said, in fact, you could have brought your dog. Your dog could have sat in a different part of the church than you. And you could have sat and you couldn't have thrown a rock and hit your dog because there was nobody there. And I loved his authenticity, his authenticity saying this is a mega church pastor that all of us other pastors think, well, he's got no problems. Probably his church was full. And he was honest and said, you know what? People are tricking back just a little bit slower than we thought. But we have to post the pictures. Us pastors, we, we only post selfie pictures of the sanctuary on Easter. You know why? Because every chair is full on Easter. But I'm here to tell you, every Sunday here at church is not like Easter. But what I want you to understand is God doesn't look at us through a filter. Why do we feel the need to present a filtered version to people for other people to see? 
God loves you just the way you are. He doesn't need a filtered version of you. He likes you at whatever weight you are. He likes you at whatever wrinkle amount that you have. He loves you just the way you are. You don't have to present a filtered picture to somebody else. The second idol is the idol of time. The idol of time. John 15, 2 says, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does not bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. What Jesus is referring to is pruning dead branches. Those of you that garden, you know that you have to prune dead branches. Why? Because if you don't prune them, there will be no growth. So what Jesus is saying to you is you have to get the things out of your life that don't bring life or the death will reign. Now, I've waited, you know, if you're like me, I've waited for social interaction, okay? I am an extrovert, so introvert tendencies don't work well for me. So I've been excited about going to a restaurant and eating. Anybody been excited about that, right? Any of you ladies excited about not having to cook, right? You know, you know going to a restaurant, you know, woohoo! Not having to clean up after the kids. Some poor, some poor wait staff has to do that. Um, but I tip well, don't worry about it. Um, but you know what I've noticed? I thought everybody would be excited to be back, but you walk into a restaurant and what do you see? Everybody doing this. Oh, are they? Yeah. Get the paper menu, Carlos, okay? <laughs> oh, never mind, I won't say that. Uh, but, but that's the thing, even before Corona Geddon. I find myself sitting at a table with adults and we all were excited about going out and spending time with each other. And what do we do? We look at each other's phones. And sometimes I'll joke with my wife, we're sitting right next to each other and I'll text her. You know why I'll text her? Cause she's on her phone. I'll be like, Hey babe. It's like, why are you texting me? Cause you're on your phone. I was just, she gets mad at me when I do that. And now she's going to do it to me when I'm on my phone. <laughs> Or I'll do that, I actually do that to some of the staff too there at lunch. I'll sit there and I'll text them and see if they look up at me. But why is it that our heads are always in our phone? And the number one excuse I get when, when I ask people to serve Jesus and to serve the church, the pastor said, they say to pastor, what's the number one excuse you get? I get? You want to guess? I don't have time. All right, you ready? Pull your, pull your feet in close because I'm going to stomp all over them. Stop using time as an excuse to, not be, to begin serving Jesus when you have active social media accounts. Because I guarantee you if you go look at your time and how much time you spend on social media, your phone will tell you if you look. I spent 10 hours last week or the week before when I actually looked. 10 hours. You think if I took that 10 hours and did something valuable with it? So don't tell pastor you don't have time when you have active social media accounts. Because some of you are very active on social media. I can see it. And so time, we make time for what is important. Pastor Grant said it, I don't know if it was in this service or the last, but we make time, we give, we invest in things that are important to us. 
And guys, what you have to understand, we have to cut things out of our life that take away from the bottom line. One thing I've said over and over and over and over this year, and I'll say it again, the enemy of great is the good. The enemy of the great in your life is the good. And if we allow good things to distract us from achieving the great things that God has for us, then we need to cut those things out of our lives. So the idols, number one, idol of self. Number two, the idol of time. And the third one, and I wrote this before the events of this week, the idol of cause. The idol of a cause. Matthew 6, says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. What does he say? But seek first the kingdom of God. Not all this mess, not all this. Now, we know this week, there were some things that were going on in our country. And we're divided. Some people have an opinion of this. Some people have an opinion of that. But you know what we're doing? We're being hateful to one another. Guys, here's some things that I want you to consider before you comment and post and talk to people on Facebook. I want you to consider two things. Number one, would you talk to someone like you're talking to them on social media if they were there in front of you? The answer is probably not. And two, I want you to keep in mind that people who actually know you can see the comments that you're making on social media. And those comments may bring a detriment to Jesus. Guys, what I want you to understand is Jesus is not impressed with your keyboard crusades. He wants you to go seek and save the lost. I'm going to say that one more time because I didn't think you hear it. Jesus is not impressed with your keyboard crusades. He wants you to go seek and save the lost. Jesus is more concerned with you loving lost people than who you're going to vote for. Jesus is more important with you loving lost people than you giving your opinion on a matter that does not involve you. Guys, why is it that in our country, it's 2020, why does race matter anymore? The color of our skin does not matter to anything or anybody. It doesn't matter. It's about the content of our character. That is what is important. May our children grow up in a world where they are not instantly put things put in their head because someone is a different color than them. And why do we keep have to having this conversation? Because if we are Christ followers, if Christ followers lead the way, then we are defined by what? We are defined by love. But seek first the kingdom of God, not your culture, not your race, not your color, the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be what? Added to you. Racism, division, all that's doing is causing craziness in our world. And what I want you guys to understand is God is defined by love, not by divisions, 
not by races, not by creeds, not by political affiliations. Guys, God wants every tribe, every tongue, and every nation in heaven. You know why? Because every life, every person, every being on this earth matters to God. Even the people that we don't agree with. So stop getting behind your keyboard and crusading and being hateful to people because all we're doing is bringing shame to the name of Jesus. Can people look at your Facebook and see that you follow Jesus? If I were to pull up your Facebook right here on the jumbotron behind me and scroll through it, would you be embarrassed? Now, don't worry, I'm not going to do that. If you would be, then stop doing it. Because when you check into this church, when you share things that I say from this stage, and then go about acting a fool, you bring shame not only to this church, but you seem bring shame to the name of Jesus, and you need to stop it. Because we are followers of Christ and we are called to be different. We are called to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Righteousness means we are called to be set apart, not the same as this world. This world is defined by hate and we are defined by what? Love. I could preach that all day. You mean keep preaching? I can. <sighs> Guys, I just wish... And this is off the notes. This is just me talking. I just wish that we, as Christ followers, could lead by example. Instead of following the peer pressure of this world and just running into whatever fiery mess that they, they build up. That we act differently. That we bring a difference. That we, when we walk in the room, things change. One day, we need that revival to come. Amen. What does this mean for us? What does this mean for you in your life today? I know this is a lovey, touchy, huggy, feel good message. That's, uh, you know, that's what we love here at Hope Church. We want you to leave here feeling awesome. <laughs> I'm joking. Thanks for laughing, John. Everybody else is like, am I supposed to laugh? I'm not sure. <laughs> Welcome back from Corona, number one. Do you need less of yourself and more of Jesus? The answer for everyone in this room is yes. You need less of you and more of Jesus every day. That's why the Bible tells us every morning to get up, lay down your cross and what? Follow him. Now the cross is a symbol of death. So what? Jesus is literally telling you is get up and die to yourself every morning and live for me because it's not about you. It's about me. Number two, can anyone tell you are a follower of Christ on social media? Can anyone tell other than you tagging me today other than you saying, I'm here at church, I love life. Can anyone tell that you follow Jesus in the way that you post on social media?
Number three, what do you need to cut today to begin to move towards the great things that God has called you to do? What do you need to cut out of your life? Guys, because let's be honest, social media is something that we can cut out of our lives real quick and in a hurry. We can live without it. I know that we're like, what? I can live without my TikTok dances? Yeah, you can. Is that a TikTok dance? What is it? Got to do this? I need to look up a TikTok dance before I do them. I don't. I don't want to get sucked into the black hole. The black hole of TikTok. But what do you need to cut out? Is there something in your life that you need to cut out to achieve great things? You know, because we do that. When we want to lose weight, what do we do? We cut out sweets. We stop eating cake. We stop drinking sodas. We stop doing this. We stop doing that. So why is it if we want our lives to be better, if we want to achieve great things, why do we not look to cut out the mess in our lives? So guys, if you can't handle social media, don't do it. But guys, I truly believe what is going to change this world is Christ followers that are on fire for Jesus, living for him in every aspect of their lives. Whether it be on social media, whether it be at the grocery store, whether it be at the restaurant, whether it be out in traffic when people cut you off, we are called to be better in all places. So now in just a moment, I'm gonna close this in a word of prayer. Usually we, we have a song at the end, but because of we need to release in, a, in an orderly fashion, Pastor Teresa is gonna come up after my prayer and she's gonna release you by rose. So if y'all could stay put, stay seated, we're going to release you by rose so that we can kind of leave in an orderly fashion. That way we don't leave in a blob. Um, and you know why I don't have to explain that to you. But I want to encourage you. Go out and live your life today different. Go out and live your life in a way that you can be defined by Jesus, not by a cause. Let's pray. Jesus, I thank you today that you are an amazing God. Lord, I thank you that we live in a country that we can freely come into this place and worship you. So Lord, I pray most of all that you would be glorified in all that we do. Lord, I pray that we would seek first your kingdom and your righteousness and all these things will be added to you. And Lord, I pray that we would be transformed to do great things for you. In Jesus' name. Amen.